Welcome to Covenant's Pulpit Ministry. Covenant Evangelical Free Church believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that God's Word is vital for life-transforming Christianity. We trust that you will grow to know the Word of God and more importantly, the God of the Word as you hear this message today. May God bless you as you open your heart to His Word. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to Covenant. Um, it looks like we have quite a full house. Um, I want to say a few greetings to you this morning as I put my clicker in. Um, there we go. Okay, yeah. Gong Fa Choi, Xin Happy Chinese New Year! Um, I, I want to acknowledge especially, I'm a little bit uh, biased, so I want to acknowledge all those that are uh, teens or uh, children in our midst. Can you give me a little wave? Woohoo! Woohoo! All right, welcome. Um, now, I want to ask all of us, okay, you, you do me a favor and uh, give me a rating right now, okay? So, on a scale of 1 to 10, and I'm going to um, change to the next slide. On a scale of 1 to 10, um, before I give you your gift, how has your Chinese New Year been um, so far? Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 is like, it's been amazing. And 1 is like, uh, it's the worst Chinese New Year so far. Okay, so everybody show me your hands, okay? Fingers, okay? 1 to 10. Ready, everybody? 1, 2, 3. Let me see. Oh, I see 10 up there from a little girl. Oh, I see a 1. Oh, no. I see an 8, a 10. And down here, I see some eights. Oh, I see. Okay, good. I see mostly double hands. That's great. Okay, I'm hoping that after today, you'll be inspired to move that number up just a little bit, okay? So, I'll start with um, bribing you with a gift. No, I'm just kidding. Um, as you came in, most of you will have gotten a little red packet, right? Um, and then, I'm so happy to say that we've run out of red packets. We should tell people more often, you come to church, you get a red packet. Um, so, if you came together with your family and your whole family got four of you, all of you got one each, right? Maybe you look around to you at other people, if they look like they have no red packet, you, you give them one lah, we'd be generous, okay? And share it because we're going to uh, look into it today as we go through our sermon together, okay? But don't open it yet, um, we'll go through it together. So I want to... Um, Introduce myself. My name is uh, Rachel and I'm the Woodlands Youth Ministry staff in charge of all teens here in Woodlands Centre from the age of 13 all the way to 18. So those of you who are in um, youth ministry together with me, um, you know that I call myself a very special designation and it is... Yeah, I can hear the whispers. I'm also known as the Relationship Director. Uh, and it's not because I try to pair people up, okay? It's not. It's because I, I help to facilitate three relationships in every teen's life. Their relationship with God, their relationship with each other, and then their relationship with one person that's just a little bit older than them, whether it's a young adult or an adult, so that we grow deep in our faith with a community of people, okay? So that's what I do here um, in Covenant EFC in Woodland Centre. And today, I thought I would give all the pastors a very special... Special Chinese New Year um, by taking over the pulpit. So you are very welcome. Okay? Uh, so that's why they asked me to. They needed a break. So I'm taking over. Okay, so let's start with a question, okay, before we start our time together. What makes Chinese New Year distinct for you? Can you turn to the person next to you and just say the first thing that comes to your mind? What makes Chinese New Year distinct for you? Is it the food? Is it the people? 
Is it the angpaos? Is it the traffic jams that are going into KL or Malaysia? Every Chinese New Year, what makes it distinct for you? Let me tell you what Chinese New Year is to me, like what makes it distinct for me, okay? It's the TV being on and then it's playing all the Chinese New Year classic movies, right? But then nobody is watching on. Everybody is just like talking to each other, right? That's what makes it distinct for me. Okay, so as we um, start our time together, more than just what makes Chinese New Year distinct for you, maybe a better question to ask is what makes us distinct for Chinese New Year. That means how do we live as distinct people, as unique people, as special people that have been called by God to live out this distinctiveness during Chinese New Year? And I hope that today we catch something so that every Chinese New Year after this Chinese New Year will be a series of distinct moments that we can seize. Okay, so let's pray and let's ask God to come and be with us as we start our time together. Father God, I want to thank you for Chinese New Year. Thank you, Lord, that you um, put us here in Singapore to celebrate this um, special tradition for a reason. Lord, I pray that today your presence will come and fill this place, and that you open our hearts, Lord, to be sensitive to you. Will you speak to us? Will you give us um, something special this Chinese New Year so that we can pass it on and give it on to somebody else as well? We thank you in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so the title for today's sermon is God's Red Packet. Okay, and our verse reference is from Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Um, maybe you can do me a favor. I don't do this very often, right? So you help give me some courage. Let's read this verse together, okay? On the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed." So today, as we read this passage, there are two points that I hope we'll take away and remember that will help us live distinctively this Chinese New Year, okay? The first point is this. To live distinctively, we need to remember that God directs us into our destiny. Now, you know Abraham, right, in, in the Bible here, he was living in the land of Haran, which was a little bit like barren, you know, uh, just a bit meh lah. You know, and um, it was there, right, that God called him into his destiny. Just now we read, right, the first verse says God called him to go, right? And God was calling him to go, right, to a place where eventually he would bless him. And he would bless him not just so that he would keep the blessing for himself, but it would be for more people, right, when we, we read just now. Um, it's beyond just... Um, Blessing him and his family, he said, I will bless you, I will make your name great, so that you will be a blessing to all the families on earth, right? So, similarly for us, right, when we become born again and then we say, okay, God, I choose to follow you, God calls us, you know, he will lead us into our destiny, he will direct us. And this destiny that he directs us to, right, is usually a place where he wants to bless us. But when he calls you to go, just like with Abraham, 
it's not going to always be very comfortable. It will require a little bit of a stretch. It will require sometimes costing you a little bit of something. You know, when we choose to follow God, He will direct us into our destiny, which is a place of blessing, but sometimes a place of stretch. There are three zones in our lives, okay? There is the comfort zone, and then there is the stretch zone, and then there is the panic zone. So let me uh, explain these zones to you, okay? Let's say I have the fear of cockroaches, okay? Then my comfort zone, right, is the cockroach is in the other building and I'm here. Or the cockroach is in the other room and I'm in this room. Cockroach-free, that is my comfort zone, okay? My stretch zone, uh, that means it's a bit uncomfortable and then it will cost me something. Is I hold a spray to kill the cockroach. I'm five feet away from the cockroach and I spray until the whole bottle is gone. That's my stretch zone, okay? Okay, it's a bit like scary. The panic zone is what? The panic zone is a room full of cockroaches. Not just cockroaches, but flying cockroaches. Right? And they're like, just every, that's your panic zone. Okay? So all of us have three zones in our life. The comfort, the stretch, and the panic. And you know, a very interesting thing is, your zones are like a rubber band. No? It's just like this rubber band. If you stay in your comfort zone, ah, the comfort zone doesn't stretch, right? It will just remain like that, right? But if you go into your stretch, just like the rubber band, the more I stretch, the more I stretch, the bigger the zone will become, right? So, in the same um, example of the cockroaches, after I spray from five feet, after a while, I might find the next time, maybe spray from four feet, not so bad. I'm quite comfortable with five now. Then, you might reach a point where it's like, hey, spray from one foot also can. I don't need to spray the whole can anymore. Half a can also can. Right? And you might be like me, you know, when I was a kid, it's my father's job to kill the cockroaches, right? But then when I grew up, moved to Singapore all by myself, right? Then there's no more, like I got to stretch, right? So I started with five feet. Like, it reached a point where today, right, I don't need the spray already. I can use a slipper. <laughs> so it's quite, I'm, I've stretched, right? I've stretched to a point where I can use a slipper to whack the fella. And then I say, dear husband, I cannot pick it up. Can you please? Right? So it's my husband's job to pick up the cockroaches. So see, for us, uh, the interesting thing is the more you operate in your stretch, the bigger your comfort zone will become. And that's why uh, when God calls us into our unique destiny, He calls us into a place of stretch. And He did that with Abraham as well, you know. He, he didn't say to Abraham, just now we read, right? He didn't say, I call you to go. Don't worry, I tell you exactly where you're going to go. I tell you where your destiny is. I tell you the name of the land. He didn't, right? He said, go to the land that I will show you. It's stretch. Right? There's no ETA. He doesn't know what's the name of the place. He just needs to go. So for us, right, God calls us to, right? And He calls us often to a place of stretch so that He can deepen our faith and He can deepen our obedience so that by the time we reach His blessing, right, we know why He has called us in that direction. Okay, so the question I have for us today is, what is your place of stretch? And what is the destiny that God is directing you to in your life? i give you an example, okay? What is your destiny and what is the place God is directing to you? i give you an example. You know, I have seen over the years how God has been directing the destiny of not just me, but my family. As I reflect, I realize that I am born into a family of firstborns. You know, my grandfather on my father's side, 
my yeye, he was the firstborn son in his family, right? And then my father, he was the firstborn and the firstborn son in his family. And then my brother is the firstborn son in his family. And then, just two years ago, I married a firstborn son in his family. And then, just 10 months ago, I gave birth to the firstborn son in my family. And he's now 10 and a half months old, right? So, uh, this series of firstborns, right? In my family, I think God is trying to tell me something. There's a pattern going on here, you know. Because those of you who are older, you know that firstborns, right, they have a certain weight, right? They have a certain responsibility. They're supposed to take care of the family one, right? During Chinese New Year, everybody gathers at their house, right? They're supposed to be the hosts. They don't just go with the flow. So my grandfather... Um, who moved from Moa down to KL, he also was in charge of taking care of his family. Every time there was somebody finished school, needed to look for a job, you come to my house, I take care of you. Right? So this is the, um, the tradition that has been passed on beyond Chinese New Year. We look out for the rest of our family. We are in charge of making things happen. This is our family tradition, you know. That means that every Chinese New Year for us, my mom, being a good Christian mom, she's not in this photo, but she's supporting on the side. She helped me realize that, hey, Rachel, you are in a family of firstborns. And then as Christians, right, this is what we're supposed to do. We love others, right? We set an example, right? We don't just go with the flow of the world, right? So from a very young age, I had to learn to stretch. I had to learn to be directed into the destiny that my family was part of. We are not supposed to just wake up late, rock up to the relative's house whenever we want, sit there and say, where's my ang pao? Not big enough. More please. That's not our style. We are the ones that got to get up early, you know, get all the food ready. We're in charge of learning the recipes and there's a lot of pressure, I tell you now, because, you know, all the older ones know how to cook, right? They're like, Rachel, one day we're not going to be around, huh? Who's going to be the one to cook the duck and the chicken the way it's supposed to be cooked, right? So, there's this wait, right? We're supposed to support. We're supposed to move the family forward. We're supposed to take care of everybody. So my mom from young, she will stretch me. She'll say, okay, Rachel, this Chinese New Year, right? What are we going to do differently? We're about to arrive at Yeye's house, right? How are we going to be different? How are we going to serve the others? And then she'll bring me along. She'll say, you know what? Every Chinese New Year, right? Everybody just eats and then they just lounge around, right? Let's make it meaningful. Let's go and have meaningful conversations with the family members that we only get to see once a year. Let me show you. So she will bring me. It's not panic zone because she won't like, okay, Rachel, go and talk to people. She won't, right? She will bring me along. It's a bit of a stretch because it costs me something. It's a bit uncomfortable. She'll say, okay, I'm going to talk to this auntie. You listen. Then you look for an opportunity to ask a question or so. Okay? So we will do that. And then over time, she'll say, okay, now, now you go, lah. you go, I also go. And then I talk to the auntie, you talk to the children. Right? And then it would stretch to a point where uh, when I was younger, she'll say, okay, Rachel, this Chinese New Year, you are in charge of organizing fun kids' activities, okay? Because all the children come, right? They create a ruckus, so much noise everywhere. So you organize something so that they will have fun, they will enjoy themselves, and then they also don't disturb everybody else, lah, right? So this was part of what it meant for me as I reflect back now, to be directed into God's destiny for my family, right? And what it meant for me to stretch. Because Chinese New Year for me was always active. It's not about me, how I feel, how much ang pao I get. Of course, 
when I'm younger, that's what I want it to be about. Lah. And you know, the TV that is playing in the background, secretly, I want to watch that TV show, you know. But I have to move into my stretch. So today for us, right, as we think about this same question, what is my unique family calling? What is God directing me into in the destiny that He has called me for, just like Abraham? If you're still kind of figuring it out, right, what is God calling me to? Then how can I build this bridge to others? Then can I suggest to you, first a family photo of all of us and how God helped me to move into my stretch. But I want to suggest to us in Matthew chapter 28, if you're trying to figure out where God is calling you, I tell you, this is one thing that God has called all of us to do, right? Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, and behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. Now, it doesn't mean that we, oh, we take this, huh? this Chinese New Year, I better go. Go and then say like, have you been baptised? Have you been baptised? I need to teach you, school you, child, sit down, right? That's, that's not what God is trying to say here. Lah. If you have been in covenant long enough, you know that this is our blessed strategy, right? How do we reach out? We start by meaningful conversations. We start by listening, by eating together, by loving people, by sharing God's love um, to those around us just as we have been loved, right? That's what it means um, to live out Matthew chapter 28. And it says in that verse, I am with you always. So we don't do it alone, right? We don't just say, okay, receive instructions. Just like my mom, she comes along together with me, right? God is with us always and helps us along the way. In Matthew chapter 5, it says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp, put it under a basket, but they put it on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So you see, our natural tendency is to stay in our places of comfort. Right? But what makes us distinct as God's people is our willingness to step into the stretch and build bridges. So this Chinese New Year, I want to encourage us to build bridges with bridging questions. Okay, so now you can take out the uh, Ang Pao packet, those of you who do have it. Um, and I want you to pull out that card that says Intergen uh, Conversations. Okay, so um, I'm prepared. I'm helping you this Chinese New Year to move into your stretch. You will see a number of questions that are um, on that card that you can make use of. Right? For those of us who didn't get it, you can take a photo lah, of the slide. Okay? Um, those of us that usually every Chinese New Year, we just go with the tradition, lah, go with the motions. Can I encourage us this year, maybe you want to do something different. You'll be the instigator of the conversation. Um, maybe in the car, on the way to visitation or in the MRT. Um, children, you can do this together with your parents. Maybe some of the questions uh, that are on this card, right? What is your favourite Chinese New Year snack? Um, if you can bless anybody, who would it be? What are some of the dishes that you must have for Chinese New Year? Some of us as children, actually we don't know the answer of the question for our parents, right? So you can ask law this Chinese New Year. You can do it as a family. You can do it with your extended family, with your relatives, as a way to begin meaningful connections, to be that light of Jesus and to go just as Jesus has called us. 
Okay? So, God directs us to our destiny when we choose to follow Him. Let's be distinct this Chinese New Year and don't just stay in our places of comfort. Let's allow God to lead us into a place of stretch to build bridges with bridging questions. Okay? Let's stretch for God. Um, and we do an action now, okay? Um, so that we remember uh, because... Uh, Teachers say must do, you know, all the senses must be activated, right? So, can you do me a favor and just stretch, stretch to the person in front of you? If you know that person, you can tap them on the shoulder and say, let's stretch, buddy. If you don't know the person in front of you, you, you tap the chair in front of you and say, let's stretch, buddy. Okay, so just stretch the front, stretch. Okay. Alright. So, Number one, God directs us to our destiny. Let's stretch by building bridges. But number two, remember that God blesses us so that we can be a blessing. You know, we hear this all the time, right? You are blessed so that you can be a blessing. But in the life of Abraham, it was said the same thing as well, right? He said, I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. You will be blessed so that other families will be blessed as well. So, we think to ourselves, okay, la, I've heard this like a million times. Okay, la, you're just telling me to go and be nice to people, love people, right? But you know, an interesting thing about Abraham's life is just one chapter before, in Genesis chapter 11, verse 27 to 30. We'll read that in a while. But we notice something, you know, that when God called Abraham, he called him when Abraham had nothing. So, we read uh, together, okay? Genesis 11, I'll read it to you. Now, these are the generations of Terah. Terah fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran fathered Lot. And Haran died in the presence of his father Terah in the land of his kindred in Ur of the Chaldeans. And Abram and Nahor took wives. And the name of Abram's wife was Sarai. And the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah and Ishka. Now Sarai was barren. She had no children. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I put the whole verse there for you to see uh, that actually there's an interesting contrast. You know, when you look at all the names and the generations, everybody's got somebody around them and then some of them fathered who, fathered who, right? But with Sarah and Abraham, right, it, it ends like that, right? Just Sarah, she was barren. What a contrast. And it was there in that land of Haran that they were in that was also a little bit bare and had nothing to shout about. It was not teeming with potential. It was there that God called Abraham and then painted a picture of his destiny for him. And then, you know, after he painted, right, it's not like the next day, ah, whoa, my name is great. Everybody call me, right? It's not like that. He had to wait a long time until he was in his 90s, right? Very old, before he even saw a seed of that destiny in Isaac, right? And then it took his whole lifetime. After his lifetime, he didn't even see the complete fulfillment of what God had promised him in his destiny. So, you know, today, when we think about how we are supposed to live, what makes us distinct, we see the life of Abraham, we see that, wow, Actually, when God called him, uh, he had nothing. But still, right, Abraham went. He was obedient. He walked where God called him, even though he didn't know where. And because of that, God altered his destiny. He, he was led to a place of blessing. And then he became a bridge to the blessing for everybody else. So his willingness to obey helped him go into that blessing for others. He trusted 
and obeyed God and stepped out anyway. So when we go and we obey, right, just like um, with Abraham, we can become not just people who are blessed, but we can be bridges of God's blessing to other people. The willingness to obey is not easy and it requires courage. You cannot always see the end result and you might not see the blessing right now, but if we go anyway, surprising things can happen. I give you an example, okay? There are three things in my life that I really enjoy, and it's up there already. Food, family, and fun. It's very important to me, especially during Chinese New Year. I really look forward to it. So you can imagine, right, in 2021, when it was COVID season, and I was stuck in Singapore all by myself. I wasn't married yet at the time. And I was thinking, Ayo, I cannot even fly back to KL for Chinese New Year. What am I going to do? And just sit here and feel sad lor, for my barren state. Lor. Just like, oh, poor me, Rachel. I can't even receive Ang Pao. I'm about to get married. This is my last chance. Cannot. So sad. Stuck here in Singapore. Right? I could wallow in that barrenness or... An interesting thing happened, right? A door opened. And this door that opened, right, was for me not to go and be able to enjoy food, fun and um, family, but it was a door that opened for an opportunity for me to bless people that were in need of home-cooked food over the Chinese New Year period. You know, here in Covenant, right, we have somebody, his name is Vincent Chia, and then he's in charge of community blessing, right? So every Chinese New Year, he organises this, you know, organises people who are in need, they need some home-cooked food, they've got special dietary requirements, he'll go and look for people in Covenant who would be willing to spend their Chinese New Year cooking for some of these individuals. So I thought, okay, there's a door open here. Do I want to obediently walk into this door or just sit here and say, oh, got nobody to give me ang pao, right? I mean, it sounds like an obvious choice now, but when you're in that moment, it's not always so easy, right? So, I had to make that choice. Okay, lah. Don't focus on myself, focus on other people. I'm going to go, I'm going to do this. And over the two days of Chinese New Year, I had the privilege of cooking for them, going out to deliver the food to them, and then after that, being able to have conversation with them. And that ended up being the highlight of my Chinese New Year. And it's something that I remember even until today. This is some of the food that I cooked. And you'll notice uh, the portions are quite big, lah, right? So I couldn't do it alone. And this is the best part, you know. The best part about being able to think about who I was going to bless and then go out and obediently do it anyway was I was able to recruit a dear friend of mine um, who is about the same age as me to come along and do it together with me. And not just her, I was also able to recruit a grandma in my life. And these are two people in my life, right, that I had been praying for, you know, over a period of time, asking God, God, will you touch their heart? Will you help them to see your love? Will you um, bring them to a place where they will also want to choose Jesus? Because Jesus is so precious to me, I want to share it with them, right? They had been people I had been praying for. And never in my wildest dreams would I have thought, right, that 
stepping into this opportunity meant that I would be able to do ministry with these two friends in my life that were not Christians, but they cooked together with me. Then I said, hey, you want to go and visit the family together with me? Okay, then they packed together with me. Then we got into a car and we drove together um, with my then boyfriend, now husband. And then we went into these homes. We had conversation together with them and we brought blessing to others. And it was like, wow, I never would have thought that something like that would have happened. You see, when we choose to obey God and follow Him, surprising things can happen in our life. Surprising things can happen more than you can expect or imagine. So how do we apply what we've heard? You know, today, some of us might be convicted to go, just like Abraham, right? We're like, well, actually, when I look back, there's a lot of God's blessing in my life. Then can I encourage you? Go. Go and be a blessing just as you have been blessed, right? Because the blessing is not meant to be kept to ourselves. We love because God first loved us. So let's apply it. Let's just not know it, right? But for some of us, we are in a place where we're waiting on a prayer for God. Or maybe you feel a little bit like me when I was um, in COVID 2021, barren, all by myself in this lonely place. You're waiting on an answered prayer. You don't feel God's blessings in your life at the moment. Would you be willing to trust the Lord and walk anyway? Especially if He's tugging at your heart and encouraging you to, hey, there's somebody in your life, right, that needs to be loved, that needs to be blessed. Will you go and do it and not focus on ourselves? You know, a lot of us will focus on over time, uh, remember the comfort and stretch, right? We don't stretch, we don't stretch. Over time, we ask ourselves, actually, what am I doing here in Singapore during Chinese New Year? It's the best time to go overseas, isn't it? And then just, how can I use this holiday even better for me? The time that I can leverage, you know. What, what else can I do to enjoy it for myself, right? But instead of being focused on ourselves, how can we focus on others? In the red angpao that you were given today, there are also some cards, Right? So today, how can we apply it? We can step out and bring blessing by using these blessed cards. On the front, you will see um, these blessings and in Han Yipingin for people that are like me that don't speak Chinese. Uh, and there are some blessing verses at the bottom. But at the back, there is empty space. And today, maybe there are one or two people that you might want to write a blessing for and give in your life. I want to encourage not just you to do that, but children. Children, you know we go to Sunday school for a reason, right? They always teach us Bible verses and we have to memorize Bible verses. You know, you memorize Bible verses for opportunities like this. Now, as you write a card for somebody in your family, you can use the Bible verses in the Bible because it's so full with so much encouragement and blessing, right? You can take that, you can write that on the card, write it to one of your favourite uncles or aunties or somebody that you don't usually talk to during Chinese New Year. Maybe you want to bring some encouragement for them. Those of us who are youth or singles, even children, I want to push you a little bit further because I'm in that ministry, right? I want to encourage you to step up higher. You know, during Chinese New Year, it's a space where those of us who are singles, children and youth, huh, we receive, right? We go to relatives' homes and different people's homes and we just receive. And then sometimes it's a little bit awkward because we just receive, right? This Chinese New Year, can I encourage you not just to be a receiver but to be a giver, and you don't just have to give these cards of encouragement. You can also ask the Lord, hey, actually, God, is there a retired family member in my family uh, that may need 
the money, you know. And can I bless them with it? Instead of always being the one just taking, can I maybe set aside some of my ang pao money, put it into another ang pao, together with one of these blessed cards, write them a note, and then bless them? I tell you, it will really make a difference. And there will definitely be a reaction. The reaction is likely to go something like, Huh? You give me? No, I'm supposed to give you. No, 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 you keep it, you keep it. You use it lah, you use it for your favourite toy, you use it for your education next time, you keep it. You might have pushed back, you might have like, this is not tradition, you're not supposed to do that. But let me tell you this, this is part of what it means to be a Christian. We don't go with the flow of the normal. We live different lives for Jesus, right? So can I encourage us to do that this year? Will you step up higher, young people? Will you give from what you have received? Will we make use of these blessed cards and step out to be a blessing? There is one more group of people that I feel compelled. Oh, this is, you know, the Ang Pao cards are dancing so they encourage you to give some of your Ang Pao money. One more group of people that I want to um, talk about today, and that's the larger community around us. Um, for some of us, maybe we feel for them, you know, the less fortunate, single parents, foreign workers, maybe even the community that is around you in your neighbourhood, in your um, housing estate. I want to encourage us to step out, be a blessing to this group of people. Some of us might feel, okay, this year I'll focus on my family. But for some of you, you feel compelled to focus on more than just your family. Just like with Abraham, right? He was a bridge to bring blessing, not just to his family, his extended family, but beyond. Would we be willing to do the same thing? There are three ways that maybe I might suggest that you can step out, okay? One is we already talked about it. Like you take these cards, you look at the back of the intergen conversation card at the back. There's another um, one that says Chinese New Year blessings and greetings. You use it lah, and practice it. Lah. You go around to people and then you use that to strike up a conversation, maybe with the elderly, maybe with the people um, uh, that are hanging around downstairs at your estate. And then you might even pray for them. Uh, if they're open uh, for a prayer of blessing. That's one way we can reach the community. Another thing that you could do is you can join our TNG, which stands for Next Generation, the Next Generation, our Chinese New Year Bless. It's happening next week. So, all of us in teens and kids' ministry, um, every year we say to them, let's not just be hearers of the Word of God, let's be doers also. So next week at 8.45 and 10.45, um, for youth is at 10.45, we will go together in groups. We will bring our oranges. So don't forget, uh, the youth that are here, don't forget to bring four oranges next week, okay, in two bags. And then we're going to go out to all the blocks in Woodlands area. And we're just going to go to different homes, knock on their doors, Say happy Chinese New Year and then just bless them with oranges. Um, because action is what matters with young people, right? So parents, you can join us because we always need more chaperones for little kids that are running all over the place, right? You can join us for that. Or you can do what I did. You can bless the community and cook a warm home-cooked meal um, for those that are in need. Uh, and, you know, this requires some forward planning. Lah. So you can go and look for this Vincent Chia dude that, you know, is around here in Woodlands. And like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Can, can I find out a bit more, please? Um, because every year, we serve um, people that I need. This year, we were able to give 80 warm meals to 80 people um, that couldn't receive any food over Chinese New Year. And our people blessed them. Right? So yeah, I'm so grateful for that. Um, so you can do that. You can be part of that as well. 
Okay? So, as I come to a close, I just want to summarize. Let's be distinct for Chinese New Year. Let's live this unique and special um, life that God has called us to during Chinese New Year by remembering that when we choose to follow God, He will direct us into His destiny. Right? So, let's be willing to stretch, stretch to the person in front of you, right? Be willing to stretch, build bridges by asking bridging questions. It begins by listening, by asking, right? So practice asking questions. But number two, let's remember that God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to other people. Let's step out. So now in your seat, right? Can you just put one foot forward, step out? I'm going, I want to step out. Let's step out and let's bring blessing by using these blessing cards or by blessing them in other ways that God puts onto your heart. Even though you may not be in a place where you have received blessing yet, even though you might need blessing yourself, would you be willing to step out anyway? You know, the flavours of food, right, cannot compare to the richness of relationships. We have received our greatest red packet, which is God, right? When we come into relationship with Him, would we be willing to be God's red packet to the world out there, to deepen friendships and relationships, to live out this incredible relationship that we have with the Lord and bring His love and blessing to those around us? As we close today, um, I want us to take out that little red packet again and then take a look at some of the cards in there, okay? And uh, as a response, maybe this is something that we can do together. Those of you who uh, didn't get one, it's okay, you can think about it anyway, right? As a response today, can I encourage you to do something tangible? Can you take out, out of all of those cards, can you take out one? One that you think to yourself, maybe I want to make use of this this Chinese New Year. It could be the conversations, it could be the blessings, it could be one of the greeting cards that you might want to make use of. Can you take out one? And then you think of one person in your life, whether it's a family member, a friend, somebody that lives around you, um, or in the community. You take out one, you think of a friend. And then let's respond. Let's respond by bringing this to the Lord and saying, God, you know today, I want to be not just a hearer of your word, I want to be a doer as well. Will you help me to be directed into my destiny? Help me to stretch, even if it means costing me something, even if it's not comfortable. Help me to stretch. Lord, will you help me to be a blessing, just as I have been blessed, even if I have not yet been blessed, by bringing blessing into the lives of other people Okay, and uh, I'm going to close with this Maybe we can hold that one thing in your hand And then let's close our eyes and let's talk to God Let's ask God to give us the courage The willingness and the wisdom To know how to step out And apply this, make use of this This week, in the week ahead during Chinese New Year Let's do that together, okay I'm going to pray for us And then we'll respond in this song Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to respond to you today. Lord, you see that card, whether imaginary because some of us didn't get the red packet or tangibly, you see that card that's in our hand. 
And Lord, sometimes it's easy to hear and say, yes, yes, makes a good point, makes sense, I understand that. It's another thing to be willing to execute it. Lord, will you give us the courage this week to not just be hearers but doers of your word, to be willing to step into our places of stretch so that we can grow deeper in you, so that we can deepen our obedience and our walk with you, so that we can walk into that place of blessing. Help us, Lord, to have the courage, the willingness, and give us the wisdom to know how to approach the subject, to bless somebody, to love them a little bit deeper, to ask a question that might be a bit uncomfortable but we know can draw us into deeper relationship. Will you help us, Lord, not just to go through the motions this Chinese New Year, but to make a difference as children of yours. We thank you in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's respond in this song. Maybe we can all stand and then we can sing this song together.
comfort zone. He stretched out his arms to die for us on the cross. He's not asking us to do something that he didn't do it himself. And I really want to urge all of us here, young and old, all generations, don't waste 2024's Chinese New Year. Don't waste it. There's someone God wants you to go and be intentional to bring his blessings, his love to that person. Let us do that together as a church family. Let us pray. May the love of Christ be active in your hearts, be heard in your words, be seen in your actions. May you go forth with the power of His Spirit, the power of His love, and be a blessing. May you shine brightly like stars in the sky and to show people who this Jesus is. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
blessed new year. May you be a great blessing to someone out there. We're glad you had spent some time listening to God's Word and we hope that the message has ministered to you. You can visit us at www.cefc.org.sg for more sermon titles. God bless you in your spiritual pilgrimage ahead.